podcast, we have the king himself, King Sean Gotti in the building. It's up. No chains on the day, baby. We make it out here. No watches either. (laughs) (laughs) We have the Chancellor Zero in the building. What up? Tired as hell. Yeah, we're getting a little late in here. And of course, the Duke of the Bananas, Lando in the building. Thank you all for listening to this latest rendition of the Between Brothers podcast. What episode are we on? 60. 60. <laughs> I, I thought it was 59 for some reason. No, it's 60. Okay. But um, as usual, King Sean, how was your week, my brother? Uh, week was week was all right, man. It was pretty pretty chill. Nice nice week, nice weather. wasn't really anything I could complain about, honestly. Uh, I got some good news today. I talked to a lawyer for this whole custody battle thing. Um, he was telling me that I mean, he pretty much he felt like it's a winning case. He doesn't know that he doesn't know if she has an attorney or not. I don't know either. But uh, I'm supposed to have a, a, a case, a, a court date tomorrow, but that we're going to get postponed. But basically, he said the reason why he wanted to postpone is because he didn't know too much about the case yet. So he wanted to gather all his facts. And then also that if she didn't have a lawyer, the, the judge will also give her a chance to postpone to give her a lawyer. So he like, might as well just postpone it anyway. Um, but also, he also told me while I was in the middle of this that I need to get a, a best interest attorney, which I don't know if y'all know what that is or not, but just to educate some of my brothers out here, if y'all don't know, a best interest attorney is a lawyer for your child. So basically, when you're going through these custody battles, sometimes your lawyer can examine your child and then the mother's lawyer can also cross-examine the child as well. To keep your child from testifying, this lawyer protects your child and has the best interest for your child. So they talk to your child and everything like that and they represent your child. So therefore your child will never have to be a witness to anything. Anything that the, that the, the best interest attorney feels as though it's best for the child is, is what's best for the child and that's pretty much what the judge will take to uh to, to to matter and the best part about it is it's probably about four thousand dollars but the cost is split in between both parents both parents so just an fyi out there but all my fellas is going through the same shit get you a best interest attorney you might not even have to get yourself an attorney, honestly, in the law. But uh, yeah, that's all I got for that. Good luck to you tomorrow and in the future. You know, you've been dealing with that for a little bit. So I'm on your head, bitch. Say no, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Zero, how was your week? Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you go, before you go, did you work this week, King Sean? Because you some, sometimes hey, yeah, you ain't got no, sometimes you hey, look, you're like Tommy ain't got no job. So. Uh, <laughs> hey, look, hey, look. This week was the first full week that I worked in. I think all year, matter of fact. Wow, that's all up. year, yeah. And it's actually the most amount of days that I worked this year as well. I, yeah, so yeah, for a week. So yeah. <laughs> That's what's up. All right, Chance of Zero, how was your week? Shoot, I need to have your job. 
Um, so uh, he just got vacation time. That's what it is. I don't know, right? That dude been saving vacation for eleven years. The week was pretty standard. Um, didn't really, um, yeah, didn't really do much. Well, um, had an interview with uh, looking to move on from where I'm at now. Um, interview went well, and um, yeah, they're so they're gonna start pushing the uh, paperwork through. Just gotta take my. Uh, just gotta take my drug test and everything should be full go um early April. Everything goes everything goes well early April. I'll be moving forward from where I'm at now to where I or um where I apply to go to. Don't wanna throw out any names or anything. Nah, yeah, yeah. I'm about to buy an air horn. Yeah, we really need to get some sound effects for one, some some big shit. So I, I was I was actually gonna um, buy one, but that thing is expensive, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that thing is like dumb expensive, man. I was like, and the, the and that was the cheapest one I found was at Best Buy. I went to the music store to see. I was like, oh, maybe it's cheaper there. And, uh, those things are expensive, and it, the like uh. And I need a USB one because uh, I don't have like we don't have like a real studio and equipment and stuff like that. So, but um, but yeah, that that will be in the works here soon. It was just like it was it was about four times. So bad, just one of those. Yeah, yeah. I would I would like I would like that. But even and matter of fact, the crazy thing was the one that was at Best Buy for um, I think it was five hundred dollars. Um. Oh my goodness. It only, it only recorded like six sounds. Yeah, so I was just like, um, but but that that will be in the works. It was just I was like, oh, I'll just pick one up, and I was like, oh, I picked that thing up. Like, it's how much? Look, I was like, man, it must be the one. There was something else next to it for like one seventy nine. I was like, oh, it must be this. And I was like, nah, that ain't it. I was hurt. I feel as hurt because we were, we was about to have one. A couple of weeks ago, but I was like, "Yeah, that's expensive." I know on um on Joe Budden's podcast when he would do the gunshot, he would do the gunshot sounds and all that. That was Computer. on his laptop. Yeah, but I I don't know if it'll register through, but it's I know they. Well, uh, you have to. He he, you gotta have all that. Like like I said, all that stuff connected and everything like that. We we just not uh that sophisticated on our stuff yet. But um, but yeah. Uh, hold on, because was it like one of? Let me turn down the. Uh, was it like one of these or no? Yeah. Okay. Somebody was. Send me that one. Send me that one. I'm good. I'm good. I'm sure. I'm sure you can go online and get the, but some of the things that you've experienced buying this stuff from all, all people online. I, I'd rather buy a new one and be. And if something goes wrong, I have a warranty and can hold somebody accountable. All right. 
Um, but other than that, you know, I was, and that was that was it. Yeah, that was basically it. Okay. So, um, so this week, this week was pretty good. Um, uh, for you know the other business that I got that I'm working on. Um, this week for Aston Media, it's been. I mean, I, we've been having, at least me specifically, I've been having technical difficulties all year when it comes to the YouTube and stuff like that. But this week, I've just been having a whole bunch of technological issues, and um, and again, it's 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 one of those aggravating things. But I'm gonna just learn this stuff myself and just do it myself because. You hire people to do a job and then they don't do it, but then they want, like, I, I, I'm really sick of people like this. Like, you want me to pay you full pay when you give me partial work. Like, I, I don't even understand, like, how people feel so entitled to this nonsense. But, um, but you know, we'll, I'll, I'll try to get it together this week. Um, but outside of that, you know, um, we just got our, um, new wash and dry delivered in so we had to you know do a couple of things with that i said home ownership is you know overrated for me but uh okay. but uh everybody's been good of course cocoa puff being cocoa puff so um i i didn't realize it but um my daughter doesn't call me daddy or Papa, Poppy, Dad, nothing. So, or at least lately. Lately, she's been calling me Babe. So the Duchess is starting to get mad because Cocoa Puff is calling me Babe. Why? Wow, is, she, is she just copying her? That's exactly what I said. But she's like, no, that's not. That's Daddy. That's Daddy. And she'll look at her and be like, Babe. <laughs> you want to know some funny shit? What's that? Funny thing, my nephew, he lives with me, and because he hears my kids all the time, dad, 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 my nephew calls me dad. My kids, since they grew up with like me, like I had my kids young at 17, 16, 17. Since they grew up yeah. with me young as hell, and they were raised pretty much with me and my sisters and my brothers, they call my mom and dad, mom and dad. They don't call my mom and dad, grandma, granddad. They call them mom and dad. Wow. Yeah, it has always been like that, too. It has never changed. Yeah, I want to say we did that with our grandfather. We used to call, or at least I did. I used to call him daddy. I didn't call him grandpa or whatever. Um, until I got older, but um, but yeah, it was just so funny because then like all day, all day today, she just kept calling me babe. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. And, uh, but uh, but I went to um, I went to a restaurant called uh, Shake Shack today, and um. I, I, this two weeks in a row that I spent too much money at some place with trash food or mediocre food. Two weeks, two weekends in a row now. Um, to, for just me and the Duchess, it, it's like a fast food spot too. 
me and the ju- Duchess burger fries, not like a double cheeseburger, just cheeseburger fries cost like $25. And I was like, what the hell? So them just the uh Shake Shack, y'all, y'all on my list for I'll never go go to y'all ever again. Um that on myself for five guys. <laughs> and I would have rather spent that on five guys. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it was unbelievable. Like I'm just like, what in the world? Because five guys, at least I get a good size burger and a ton of fries. This thing, of course, portion size was complete garbage. The burger was not very good at all. And um, so I'm sitting at the I'm sitting at the at the thing, waiting on the food, and uh Somebody walks up to me or somebody sitting next to me and they say, Jonathan, that's my real name, people. So for those who don't know, so I'm like, who the heck is, who, do I know you? Some white girl sitting next to me. I'm looking at her like, do I know you? And she goes, oh, you probably don't remember me. So this, this girl was an ex for zero. So I was like, he'll probably know who I'm talking about once I once I start describing her. I ain't gonna put her name out there, but she's like, oh, you know, how you doing? She was like, Yeah, uh, how are the kids? You know, I have two kids myself, they three and five. This is a Caucasian girl. Yes. Okay, just make sure I heard it right. Just make sure. And uh she was like, you know, I'm sure you probably didn't recognize me because it's been so long since you've seen me. And I'm like, well, you also, let's just say you could tell she's had children. On the heavy side. So I was just like, yeah. And she was like trying to start a conversation with me, but it was just so funny because, uh, you know, she, she was sounding like a hater a little bit. Cause she was like, you know, how's your brother? You know, like I saw him on Facebook one day and we talked for a little bit, um, you know, but, uh, but we're not, we're not Facebook friends right now. And, uh, and, you know, like, he was like, I only, he was like, I know last time, she was like, I know last time I spoke to him, he was married or whatever that situation is. I was like, you trying to get me to roast you in public already? <laughs> like, I haven't seen you in, I, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I, I haven't seen her probably. I haven't seen her since, when did y'all, when did y'all break up? 22. The fact that you know who this woman is without him even saying I like I like that. That means you only probably been with one Caucasian woman. That's what that says to me. <laughs> That's not true either. <laughs> That's not true, but 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 no, I'm saying because 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 uh because of the details that I'm tell I'm saying. That's why I know he would know who I'm talking about. Because uh, but uh. But it was just so funny, just running here. So I was like, I just had an all-around bad experience at Shake Shack. And I was like, I, I hate when people who know me, like who haven't seen me in a long time, be like, 
are you? And then want to try to like, like have a conversation with me. I'm like, leave me alone. Like we wasn't even that cool. Like <laughs> we wasn't even that. Now, if it's somebody like that, I used to mess with heavy, like in high school or something. Like you know, my boy Jamie, I ran to him at a Wawa one time. Um, my boy uh, Dom ran to him at a Wawa at Wawa one time. Like you know, saying like we used to hoop together or joke together, whatever. Like yeah, I, I'm 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 happy to see you, but like an ex of my brother. Ah. Uh, <laughs> you could have just kept it moving. I, if she had a mask on too, I would have never known. Like, you know, I give like, some worse than that. I give some worse than that. I deliver to this dude every day, right at this hospital, every day, and every day, this same man asks me, "Hey, man, you know my stepdad, Bayo? Yeah, man, he was a good dude. He never really was my stepdad. He never really married my mom, but he was a good dude, man. So I'll call him my stepdad, man. But yeah, man, you see him, just tell him I said what's up, man. Every day, this man asks like, me Take the your mail, shut the fuck up. This man asks me the same question and say the same thing to me every day. I'm like, like, bro, like, I ain't changed face. I ain't changed outfits. Yo, he got that 51st dates memory. <laughs> Second time over this phone. <laughs> I'm Tom. I'm Tom. I'm Tom. Right, that's, that's worse to me than, than, than somebody coming up to me talking to me. <laughs> no, look, no, that's definitely worse. It's just, I'm just talking about how I, I don't care to talk to you. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's like, you know, with that, that person, if you see him every day, you kind of got to like say something. Well, I'm like, oh my god! I was just like, that, that shit killed me. Yeah, that I, is hilarious. You know, honestly, I, I hate. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. It's like, what do you mean? Whatever that situation is, it's like, look, just because you weren't happy, and just because you weren't happy and lonely, don't mean you got to try to sh- try to shit on what I got going on. Yeah, that's what I was like. Oh, okay. That's. I was like, man, let me let me not fire this girl up, man, and just just go. Keep it moving. I know I've grown. I've I've matured. It's a few years ago, that would have been. I know you ain't trying to talk. You uh, <laughs> that's usually the my sentence before I kill somebody. <laughs> no, <know> you ain't. <laughs> so, oh, you ain't never gonna. You ain't never gonna see a motherfucker get jumped when you about to get jumped. <laughs> Oh, oh man. Man. always to be always in it with that in that long angst. Hey. Oh, <laughs> 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 yeah, I'd be like, I know, I know you ain't I, trying to talk. I know you ain't trying to joke, you uh and man, I mean, I, yo, why why we why, why, yo, why we all like, got boy, I'm about to just pack your ass up. Yo, <laughs> why why uh, why we all got uh different uh different starters when we about to joke? Right, <laughs> like, man, if you don't, <laughs> you don't I know you ain't. Yo, <laughs> it's like how, how we all got how, how we all got, got different slogans for when we about to start joking. Uh, hey, look, I'm telling y'all that every time we talk about certain shit like this. It just makes me further believe, like how boy, old boy said that one time. Black people be ready to roast on site, you know. I'm telling no. you, yeah, every yeah. time. 
I would say, what no. was it? What did you say, Lando? It was like, I <laughs> heard the first time I heard it, Lando has said, was talking about joking somebody. He said, yo, I got a whole draft board for you. <laughs> oh, yo, I used to, I, I, so I have, I have three roast modes. So, so like, if, if somebody is annoying me, well, I first go, I, I first go to, Pre, I preheat the oven. So, so you know, I'm like, all right, I'm giving you these jabs. You know, get a little chuckles here and there. And then if you turn me up, you roasting. I'm roasting. Then it's blackout mode. I In blackout mode, everybody tells me what I said. I don't remember what I said. I just remember everybody laughing at that person. So <laughs> only three people have taken me to blackout level. So, <laughs> it's like this ain't even my final form. Like <laughs> out here, like freezer boy. <laughs> oh man, but even my final form. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So my my proudest moment was I, I said this before, but I roasted somebody on Facebook so hard he ran a background check on me. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> That's my proudest moment. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, uh, let's get to these topics, man. So I wanted to kind of, there, there's a couple things that um, I know a lot, of, especially the last couple of weeks, we've been doing a lot of sports stuff because free agency was so heavy. Um, the only move I really wanted to talk about um, was uh, Tyreek Hill getting traded to the Dolphins. Um, I don't think that that changes anything really for the Dolphins um, to make them better or for the Chiefs to make them much worse. I actually think that the Chiefs are going to be worse because the division, all the division competition got significantly better. I don't think Tyreek Hill changes that. But It was the Raiders, actually, with Stephon Gilmore and uh, Tyron Matthew. Raiders were interested in them. They haven't signed yet, but they're going to Gotcha. So, uh, what y'all think of the Tyreek Hill move? Too much. Five draft picks for a wide receiver. Yeah, and a mediocre quarterback. Like, like, chill out, dog. Like, just let me know. Like, for real, like. I don't even know what to say. All all I know about the Tyreek Hill deal is that Tua has no excuses anymore. That's all I got to say about that. Tua has no more excuses. Because you kept um, Gusecki. You got Tyreek. And, yeah, you you got two deep threats, then Tyreek and Jalen Waddle. There, um, there's no excuse. But he doesn't have a big arm, though. So I don't, I don't, I don't understand what's the purpose again. I mean, Tyreek, Tyreek Hill is a home run hitter, no matter where he gets the ball. But I'm just like, he doesn't Jaylen have a big arm. Jalen is too. Jalen caught over 100 balls. Yeah, yeah. You got two. You got two home run hitters that get that can take it the distance wherever they get the ball at. So. I don't think he necessarily needs the big arm because they're so dynamic, but you have no excuses now. You have two dynamic playmakers and, a, and, a, and one of the top tight ends in the league. 
there is no excuse for if you, if you, you can't just succeed, you're just not the guy. Another fat, another speedster at the running, but oh my goodness, you have no excuse. Yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm, I've never thought highly of Tua. Tua is Tua's on, actually like Tua is on my Baker Mayfield, you know, disdain. I I, I think that he's highly overrated, um, but I I th- I actually think that Baker Mayfield's a more more talented player than he is. So, um, so that's why I give Baker Mayfield a lot more heat. But now that Baker has been gone, or Baker is, I've been proven right on Baker. I'm, I'm about to rip on Tua now. He about to be medi- mediocre Tua Vilo- Tua Vilonga, or uh, Taco Vilonga. My fault. Uh, or I mean, actually, I need to come up with a, something more alliterative because mediocre Mayfield just rolls off the tongue like. <laughs> Terrible tour. Terrible Let's get it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but uh King Sean, what'd you think about the did you, did you take it? Did you say your take on it yet? I want to go. No, I, I no, I really, I really don't have I already said my piece on it. I just like I I I don't think it makes the Chiefs much worse, and I don't think it makes the Dolphins much better. But I think I think, but here's I guess let me go a little bit deeper into that before I let you go. Then, um, like I said, the Chiefs will get worse because they're everybody, every team in their division got better. And when it comes to the Dolphins, the Dolphins will probably get better because all the teams but Buffalo got worse. So you know, like New England's got worse. The Jets are the Jets. So they'll probably move up for that reason. Also, you know me, mediocre Mac. I ain't got no faith in him. I think he's gonna be. Uh, I think he's gonna severely regress because I don't hey, think. Stop that. playing with Mac Twelve, bro. Stop playing with Mac Twelve. Or Mac Ten. I mean, stop playing with Mac Ten, bro. Stop it. Stop it. He, he talking. Mac he, Jones. I, yeah. I, I, look, he doing it to piss me off. Hey, did, y'all hear, did, y'all, did y'all hear they call him uh, Mr. Trubisky, Mitch Berg, in Pittsburgh now? Mitch Berg. <laughs> oh it's like Wentz. Mitch Berg. Bro, it's hilarious, dog. It's hilarious. But Tyreek Hill. Boy, I'm about to get on my... Y'all already know where I was at with this shit last week. Odell Beckham, DeAndre Hopkins, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill. Who was another one that got traded? Cause it's, I know it's, Amari it's not Cooper. Amari Cooper, bruh, bruh, bruh. Where are the Ravens? Just to be a homer for a second. Where are the In fucking Baltimore. Ravens, man? In Baltimore, man. Where are the Ravens? And the In reason Baltimore. why I say this, like I said, if it's obvious through history that you cannot draft a wide receiver and develop a wide receiver, why not trade for a wide receiver? I want to know where the money at. Okay? What do you value? You got 10 picks this year. 10 picks. Okay? We could have traded four this year and two next year. Three this year and three next year. I don't care. We could have traded five this year. Okay? Now, now, here, here, here. Tyreek Hill would have been a great addition to y'all team. 
And also, also, but, uh, but teams don't trade to teams in their division or conference. But we are that's, the same team well, that traded nonsense, our though. left tackle to the same team, the Kansas well, this, City well, Chiefs. Well, no, I'm saying, well, that that doesn't make sense because the 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 comp the Kansas City Chiefs are in the AFC, so it still don't make no difference. No, but I, I no, I'm saying like when, when people try to make that, oh, like, yeah. oh, they're in the same conference. That doesn't. They just that 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 was an inter conference trade or intra. I don't know which one is which, but like that, that that was the same conference trade. So I would say that Tyreek Hill would have been a great addition for y'all, but but let me just play devil's advocate. Devil's advocate. Here it goes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Devil. Are you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Devonair Devil is here. <laughs> all right, so look, all right, all right. So look, look. When it comes to the Chiefs, maybe, maybe just maybe, the Chiefs probably wouldn't trade y'all that player because they see y'all as a rival, a direct rival, and also. Also, uh, the same point that you're saying that, like I just said, we are the same team, the Baltimore Ravens, that traded to the Chiefs our our left tackle two years ago after we just lost to them in I think the championship or earlier that yeah, year. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm, when they no, desperately I'm with you. needed I'm a left tackle. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm saying, but a left tackle versus the most dynamic receiver in the league is too. Especially uh-huh, if it's uh-huh, so you see what I'm saying? So 100%. and then also also maybe the Ravens didn't want to pay that five draft pick price and they feel like I can get a speedster and not have to pay him 30 million dollars a year. Uh, the Ravens didn't want to pay the draft pick price and pay that man out of pocket. Okay. And the Ravens don't pay offensive players, like I said last year, since Ray Rice before Mark Andrews last year, before yeah. <clears throat> Since Ray Rice, the Ravens have not offered anybody on offense over thirty-five million a year. Hence the reason why they go over veterans. That's that's my, that's that's my that's that's my thing. Like now, they they there needs to be a change. Who's the who's the GM now? Is, is it? It's not Newsom anymore, right? Uh, it's Eric DeCosta. But so so I'm just saying, like maybe they're like, look, Tyreek Hill is just fast, which we know he's better than just fast. But they can say, well. He's he's fast, but we can get a guy who's fast, late first round pick, mid first round pick, and pay him one point five versus thirty million a year. That is a problem for me. That is like, a problem for me. Like I'm because Tyreek is Tyreek. Tyreek is definitely worth what he got, um, but it's just like. Also, they might be like, well, like, because here's here's the thing that you need as far as a wide receiver that one, what's his name? Russell Wilson never really had. And of course, Lamar Jackson hasn't had. And also um, Cam Newton hasn't had. They never had a dynamic receiver. Actually, Cam Newton had him for a little bit. Um, Steve Smith. They never had a, a dynamic, but they, for most of their careers, they never really had a dynamic receiver that can go get it and was fast enough to either just throw it down the field and go get it or athletic enough. Because uh, Tyreek Hill, a lot of people talk about, like, what's his name, size? Um, 
Cooper Cup size. Tyreek Hill's about the same size. He's a ju- he, he'll go get it. He'll go get it and snatch it out the air. Tyreek Hill is actually four, six inches shorter than Cooper Cup. Cooper is like six two. Tyreek's five ten. I thought I thought I thought <clears throat> Cup was I thought Cup was um I thought Cup was was six foot. Six two dog. Wow. So so yeah. you, so you remember? I think we had talked about this before. Where I was, where you were talking about jump balls and stuff like that. And yeah. I was like, that's just that's just not his skill set. Probably because he's white, but like that's just not his <laughs> skill set. So it's just like so you know you don't you're not throwing jump balls to him. Now you'd usually do that for tall wide receivers, but like those quarterbacks need that type of wide receiver to where if you're not considered the most accurate, you need a guy who's gonna go get it when he's not that accurate. And and I think I think Patrick Mahomes um, had had benefited a lot from that. Go like I can just throw it up there and he, he'll go get under and go get it. I think I think Pat Mahomes benefited from Tyreek like how Lamar could have benefited from Tyreek. Is basically exactly. a, a, a playmaker. And when I say a playmaker, I feel like Pat Mahomes and Lamar both both thrive off of improvising outside of the pocket. So That's, meaning they can they can run to the right and. They can just throw the ball cross body to the left mm-hmm. side of the field, and Tariq mm-hmm. knows when they run into the right. Hey, look, just run across the field. Ain't nobody gonna be there. I just find an open just, spot. Exactly. Yeah. And I and I honestly think nobody wanted Lamar with that to, to a point. I, I that's what I think. But let me go back to just the trade because I don't want to be a homer. I honestly think it was. I, I think it's gonna expose Tua. I think uh, Tariq is still gonna have the same success. I think Pat is still gonna have the same success. And the reason why I say that. I think Pat's touchdown numbers might dip, but as far as yards, I feel like he's going to have the same yards. If you look at Tariq's, Tariq's Hill, he he only averages really about twelve hundred yards a season. You can, I, I think Pat Mahomes is good enough to make a twelve hundred yard receiver. Yeah, yeah. I, I just think he is. Like I said, as far as the touchdowns go, that might take a dip for maybe a year or two, mm-hmm. because the only person he might have out there, honestly, catching touchdowns is Kelsey, or if not. A couple, we might get like five from Miko Harman. You might get five from Juju, but I don't see anybody. And I'm I'm pretty sure with their first two picks, they're going receiver and O line or receiver and somebody on the defense. Um, yeah, I I, I agree with you though. I, think I don't think it was close. too bad of a trade. I think it was a great trade for Miami. Just because Miami's a team that every year pretty much has ten picks and two picks in the first round, if not three, if not more, and I think for Kansas City, you pretty much you get a a, a, a haul of picks for one player. So I think everybody won on that. It, yeah, yeah, I think I, I actually think that Kansas City won, like overall won the trade because one hundred percent. I think that I, again, I think I agree with you where two is going to get exposed, and I think that because two is going to get exposed, Tyreek. Tyreek Hill's contract isn't going to look that favorable, like in in the first couple of years. So they're going to have Tariq to- is traded two years. Yeah, I, I wouldn't deny that. Um, and if then not after this season. If not after this season, I think they'll move Tua before they move Tyreek though, because of his 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 uh, contract. Yeah. Depends on um, how the contract is even structured to begin with, and see if they can probably get out of it without. It's, without it's hit, most big hit. Most of his money, half of it was guaranteed to sign. I think seventy-five was guaranteed to sign. It was only one hundred twenty million dollars deal, and I think yeah. after that, the rest. I think the rest of the the, the hit is like twenty mil per year because it yeah. was backloaded. 
Yeah, a lot of the teams yeah, are backloading these contracts get out, yeah, now to like get out of because of these this, this TV deal coming up next year. The cap is going up fifty mil next year, and then it's supposed to be going up another like twenty or thirty the year after that. They're backloading these contracts to where these contracts ain't going like they're not going to be nothing in two years. These yeah. contracts really ain't going to be shit, especially these QB contracts. These wide receivers is down there making QB money now. Well, because be the, 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 the cap is real, but it's bullshit because they manipulate it in a way. They manipulate it to where it looks like, they, like I said, the signing bonus is liquid cash. So they got to give you that. After that, the rest of it is, like I said, is backloaded to where, like I said, it's just coming off when, when the cap goes up every year, every year, every year. Whether they want to pay you that or not is just up to them. Or whether they feel like your performance is, is, is not good enough. Because what they really pay you for is what you're going to do and what you've already done for it. For like they're banking on what you're going to do and what you've already done. Like that's basically what they're paying you for. And if they don't see that you're doing that, they that's that's when they want to make a business decision. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think uh, I think I think the Dolphins are still gonna feel it though. I mean, they gotta. They, but you know, this league 100%. now it's it's quarterbacks, it's quarterbacks, receivers, and and defense and and pass rushers. Like that's 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 what the league ha- is now. So those are the guys who get the thirty million dollar contracts now. Unless you get, uh, it, look, even even the best corners, they're finding it harder and harder because they can't touch receivers anymore, and linebackers and and running backs are pretty much obsolete now. You know, so like if anybody gets paid now if, on the defensive end, if they're not a pass rusher, they're a defensive back. And most likely corner, which, like I said, there there's no corner really that good anymore. So, um, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. All, all you Miami fans that think y'all going to the playoffs next year, unless you are division winners, you will not be in the playoffs. Yeah, no. There are no. going to be three teams from the, from the AFC, AFC West, West. Mm-hmm. or AFC North that make it. And yeah. mathematically, y'all ain't gonna make it. <laughs> yeah. Um, one thing I will, one thing I will say is uh, the reason why the biggest reason why I feel the Chiefs won the trade is because um, the the amount of picks that they got, they don't they don't have to go out and pay people right now. Mm-hmm. Like you know, they about they about to get cheap talent for the next couple years. You know what I'm saying? So uh, don't that's what that's what I'm saying. Like the only people that's why I feel like they're gonna go defense in the draft is because I know they're gonna get a, a receiver just to replace Tariq, obviously. And then they're gonna go defense because they're not re- the only other person that they really have to pay is the left tackle that we just traded with. Yeah. That's the only person that they had to pay. And also what's the name? When you look at um Mahomes' contract is very team friendly. Very. That's why I was telling people like they were saying that oh they couldn't afford to keep him. I was like they could have. They just yeah, didn't, they want, to pay, they didn't yeah. want to pay him and pay the left tackle as well. Yeah. And um, then you have no defense. But uh, that's pretty much what I had um, as far as the sports stuff and everything like that. But there was this other topic was something that um, I wanted to get into, um, and it kind of spins off my opening take. Uh, and King Sean had brought it up because he said he saw it on, I think, Twitter space or something like that. And he said, um, why do black marriages fail? And um, we were talking on the phone and, you know, I was like, okay, that's that's an interesting subject. 
um, that we can discuss here. Uh, you know, I am from a failed black marriage and, uh, and also my parents were a failed black marriage. So, um, I know all too much about it, um, personally, but, uh, There is a stigma that when black men get rich, they date outside their race, they uh, they marry outside their race, or that um, weak or soft black men tend to date outside the race. And um, I don't understand where that comes from. And uh, it's just it's just an unusual take from black women that we hear, and an unusual narrative is, you know, the the weakness. Excuse me, the weakness of the black man is why they date non-black women, um, which again demeans the black man and the relevance of the black man in the black household. So they may as well not date within the race if that's the narrative that's gonna be going about them. You know, it's a double-edged sword when you speak ill of somebody. Um, when you speak ill of somebody that you want. Um, so King Sean, I'm gonna start with you on, um, let's just talk about black marriage in general overall good bad indifferent divorce uh date marrying outside the race we're gonna kind of dive into all of that stuff here um but uh what are your initial thoughts when you hear um that black marriages black marriage in america at least is failing at a high rate I think black marriage is failing at a high rate, honestly, because there's, I think the number one thing is communication. And the reason why I say that, I think it's, uh, communication can be a, a, a multi-avenue of things. It could be how you communicate and, and, and nine out of 10, that's, that's probably what it is, is how you communicate. Because some people aren't receptive to people like, like say for instance, like I was telling my cousins sometimes and sometimes I tell my boys as well, like when they have arguments with their girls or something like that, like, especially when they don't want to like, or not even an argument when they're trying to be, I guess when they're trying to criticize their girl in, in a certain type of way, I tell them about themselves. I said, the best way to do it is walk up to them and sit down. I say, cause when you walk up to them and say something, I said, it always, it's coming off as aggressive. But like, if you really study psychology, if you sit somebody down, it's like, you're almost trying to ease them into something, if that makes sense. So, like, it's, I think, it's, it's, I think, like I said, number one is communication, for real, for real. And, my, and that's, that's, that's my take on that. Number zero, one. Zero is a married man, the only married man on this podcast. Um, what do you think about that, I guess, stereotype? Uh, can, um, black marriage is failing. Um, 
Well, of course, I agree with Sean. Communication is key because folks are very receptive. Another thing is, um, I think, with um, how um, how families are brought up um, in this uh, landscape where um, a lot of women are more so career driven. So if, so they, um, so when they get into a relationship or they get into a marriage and they, um, if they're the breadwinner, they feel as if, um, the respect isn't necessarily there if the, if the man is not on the same level as them. So there, and with women being taught more so to be independent more than anything else. That's um, in the new age. And I'm gonna get yeah. to that later. Yeah, it's like with women being, with being taught to be more independent, um, it's like listening to all these other podcasts and stuff, it's like too much masculine energy coming from, coming from, the, uh, from your female counterpart then pride also could uh pride could also play a role as well because can I, can of the fact you, can i cut you off real quick i don't want to i, I don't want to unless you like no, no, i, I want to get on my soapbox real quick man <clears throat> i think it's i think it's honestly like it, it, it's 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 a little deeper than what we all saying and it starts with us as black people honestly being monolithic first being together and when I say that, I mean like this is this is three things that I, I really feel is, is hurting a black family, black marriage, and just black relationship and black households. Three things: drugs, no village, and then government assistance. Drugs because drugs is taking our 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 our, our kings out of the house, putting them in jail, whether we out here slinging it, doing it. Same thing with mothers too, in a sense. Because drugs or some type of heroin, crack, anything is the only thing that could really make a mother leave her child, for one. For two, the village. Like I said, back in the day, we all hear about these stories about how so-and-so went to so-and-so's house and that person's mother can discipline this person's mother. Nowadays, you can't do that. Or let so-and-so touch my kid. It's going to be a problem. That's how we think nowadays, as mothers and, and fathers, too. And then lastly, government assistance with these women, they feel as though they have to be independent because they can be because the government is assisting them. So therefore they don't need no man. Therefore they always hear about any songs and these rap videos and even on TV nowadays too, like, oh, we don't need no man. We don't need no man. That's how they, that's how we're really raising our women. We really, we raising our women to be harder than the men and we raising our men to be soft on some real shit. That's all especially I have with, Especially with, uh, broken households more than ever like 100 percent. with all that with all that being with all of that that king sean just said with with no man inside the household it was um yeah women raising was, the uh, boys I think, yeah i think yeah i think it was a uh, i forgot which one it was but somebody uh who who it was but they said that um with the without with the father they're the they're the ones that keep the girls off the stripper poles and the boys out of jail because they're they're the more so the first line of defense and anything happens 
It's like especially during the uh, especially during the uh, ad of the like teenage years where mm-hmm. yeah when um you want to make the, the when teenagers believe they can make whatever decision they want because they're so called grown this that and the third but they don't have that they don't necessarily have that uh that person that would that would steer them down the right path. Because for some odd reason, folks, people make it seem as if male leadership or male leadership in the black community is the worst thing in the world. And it, and it like, and they try to make it seem like, especially in black marriages, like the man is obsolete if he doesn't make enough or you or you believe he isn't strong enough to do if he's not strong enough there may be men and and um I be, and there may be men that actually or there are men who are actually weak minded they 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 can't run a household they can't but it is also the way that they're raised if there is no man inside the household to teach them to teach them how to be a man cuz a woman can't teach a man can't teach a man how to be a man but for some odd reason, that job is like when is that for some odd reason, they um, folks believe that women can do that job, and the fact of the matter is they can't. And I hate it. When, and I even hate it when uh, dudes will even come out of their mouth talking about you know my mama raised me this that and the third I didn't have I didn't have my father in the house. But there's a lot of people who've had father figures, even though it wasn't really their father that was necessarily in the house. You had some sort of male figure, whether you played a sport, whether it was in the church, somewhere, somewhere, you know, somewhere in your life, there was a male, there was a positive male role model in your life. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just mom. You wanted to give all the credit to her, but let's be totally honest. But but going back, communication, yeah, communication and pride um, in my eyes are the things that that wreck black yeah, that wreck black marriages because because when, when a woman is in the, when a woman is independent and they feel and um, they bring a man and a man comes into their life, they instead of being interdependent, they still believe that they're they still believe that they still have to be independent, that they don't need the person that they're with. If that was the case, it was a waste of your time and mine for us to even get into a relationship, get married, do anything. If you're going to still still sit here and play the role as if you don't need me for anything at all. If that was the case, why waste my time? But but it's a pride thing because folks have tried to make it seem like men are the only people with pride. It was like it was like let's be honest. There's women out here that actually that actually have more pride than men do because the fact that they want to prove their independence. And I th- and I think those are the two things that really wreck it because if you don't know how to communicate, nothing gets done. And if you can't swallow your pride, y'all just gonna be y'all, y'all just gonna be fighting, y'all just gonna be fighting a losing battle because y'all not y'all won't work together. Y'all more y'all basically on separate corners. 
because nobody wants to because neither because neither side wants to swallow their pride and be like you know what let's work together to make this work and i think that's those are my two those are the two things i think are the major issues for me in those in uh black marriages today so when you all say black marriages are you speaking about black black men being married to black women yes Okay. As a, um, all right. So let me. There's something you said zero that was, to me, a little bit a, a little bit oxymoronic was, you said communication is key, but folks are not very receptive. So, if people aren't receptive how are you how can communication be the key like if i'm not receiving what you're saying how can i i think that's where i think that's where pride falls in too because there's folks that don't want that feel like they don't need to be told anything the thing yeah i think that's where pride falls into it too because it's like you want to communicate something like let's just say for example let's just say for example you're you're out and your spouse says something yeah your spouse says something that you don't that you feel really didn't really wasn't a point for for them to say like then you come out and communicate to this person look there was no it was like Honestly, it's like there was no, really no need for you to say such and such because it could have because what you could have what you said could have turned into something that we didn't need it to be, and then that person gets upset and feels like you don't have there's nothing that you can say to them. They can say whatever it is that they want to say. Like you communicated to them, this is how you feel about the situation, but they're not receptive to it because of the fact that they don't because the fact that they feel like you can't say anything to them they choose that's why i say that's why i mentioned pride as well because i can communicate anything to you but if you're too prideful to take what it is that i'm what i'm giving you that's why you're that's why the person that's why the opposite is not receptive that's where i get the receptive receptive thing from Because if you don't work together to communicate and understand that to try to work on the problem and you're too proud to try to, to try to work on the problem because you feel like, um, and you feel like I shouldn't have to use like, I can say what I want when I want to whomever I want. That's, that's what I meant by that. I understand it sounds oxymoronic. But that's why I said communication is key. But when folks aren't receptive, they're t- they're too proud of. So that's what I'm saying. If, if somebody is not receptive, then how are you communicating with them? I already said how if, I if said you, it. If you if you're if no, I'm saying like t- there's there's a because it's gonna be a two way street to begin. Yeah, it's, it's gonna there, be a two way. You saying something doesn't necessarily mean that that there's communication involved. That's what I'm saying. Like. If somebody's not receptive, then it's not communicate like commune. Like that's that's the root word of 
communication. That means together. So like how how if if there if if only one person's talking and the other person's not receiving it, you're not communicating at all. So if you believe that people ain't receptive, what's the purpose of communicating or even saying anything? I kind of feel like the same way, to be honest. Like, like if I gotta keep explaining myself to you, like, like, and you're not respect receptive to it, then like, what, what, what do I say? Like, how do I communicate with you? How do I draw? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's that, that's that's important. That's that's what I'm saying. So you like, so if you're gonna say communication is key, then there has to be a way to speak to the person to where they receive it. So. If you just if you believe that people don't receive what you say, then you're never really communicating with them in the first place. All you're doing is talking. You talking like you talking to a wall. Okay, I can say whatever the hell I want to the wall. That don't mean that the wall ain't taking anything I'm saying to it. So you're not. Are you communicating or not? You see what I'm saying? So like that's that's where I'm coming from. Where it's like, all right, well, if if you're gonna communicate, then like you said, uh, King Sean, that you you know you have a seat and you engage in conversation. But if you just say something, you say something, you say whatever, and that person gets defensive or whatever. You not you never really communicated. You just said whatever you said. Let me ask y'all this: like, like when 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 y'all do have like I guess disagreements with y'all women or anything or, or conversations. Like when you address your concerns, like when, whatever y'all say, what's the problem? What what your problems is with that person? Do y'all like? Do y'all ever ask them like, do you get what I'm saying or do you understand what I'm saying? Do y'all ever ask that or? Yeah. Like I like I'm I'm big on feedback. And when I say feedback, like I do, I even do this with my kids. Like if I tell them to do something and they don't understand what I'm saying, like I say, like what did I say to you? Because I want you to know that you that you understand what I'm saying. Like to you, like like mm-hmm. that's like I I need that just to confirm because I don't want no confusion or anything like that. So therefore, that's how I know if you're receptive to what I'm giving you or not. If you can't if you can't receive what I'm giving you, then you then you just be like. Oh, but so I'm just saying, but like with my girl, like I, I notice I have to do that a lot. But like even with my girl, like I have to like, do you understand what I'm saying? Because like I don't want you to think this way, and I, that's not what I'm trying to say. So like like I, I, I'm I'm big on feedback when it comes to that. So I don't know if y'all do that, like I said, but that's something that I, I, I do. Kids, women, people in general, like I I I hate to be misunderstood. I hate to be misunderstood. I know it's going to happen sometimes, but if I can help it, then I try to avoid it. I don't. I don't know if I do. I'm going to say no because I don't know if I do. Um, it's you know some sometimes when you engaging in conversation, you don't you don't really you know I guess keep some somebody like myself. I don't necessarily keep track of what I say a lot. So like you know, I, I'm not saying it has to be that verbatim. I'm saying, yeah, no, I'm not sure why, if I do. The reason why I do it is because like I, I like I, I really like I said, 
I know it's two perspectives. I know I have my perspective of something and I know that person has their perspective of something. So I, I want to make sure like we both have the same perspective. Like I said, even if we don't have the same perspective, I know we come into a common ground because you know what I mean when I say what I mean, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of an example like I can give you all off the top of my head with my girl. Like, okay, even with our, our situation that we, we going through now, like, Like I have to, I have to, I have to literally sit down and tell her sometimes. Like I understand that she wants to be mad about the situation. I know I understand. Like everything is going to be like she's not. She's she doesn't trust me right now. Like she doesn't fully trust me. I understand that, but at the same time, I'm not going to take disrespect from you with within us re- trying to rebuild this. Like we either going to let that go and rebuild, or we, you know, what I'm saying we we either going like we're just going to let it go. Like I can take you mm-hmm. being mad, I can take you not trusting me, I can take all that, but I'm not gonna take any disrespect. I'm not gonna take you saying, oh, when you gonna leave my house? I'm not gonna take you, uh, like if I ask for a hug or something like that, you uh, you gotta make smart comments about a, a female every time. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. take that because that's gonna build some type of resentment. Mm-hmm. And if I let you well, do, if I let you do that, then eventually you're gonna get used to it to where you're gonna start yes. thinking it's okay. So I'm not gonna take that. So like you get treated what, how you talk. Yeah, exactly. People so, treat people treat you how, how exactly. How you talk. But I had to sit her down to let her understand that because like I like I said, like I, I like I said, I had understand that you mad and you have a right to be mad. You have a right not to trust me, but you don't have a right to disrespect me. Exactly. At the end of the day. And I had to and I just pretty much had to sit down and let her like and I like I said, I had to like, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So like like that's something yeah. that I had to do. Well, you know, like um, when you when um, the the issue the issue is like a lot of times when you have disputes, is everybody tries to get their point across. Like I remember me and the Duchess had a situation, and she was like, "Oh, you're not holding yourself accountable," which. And all like let I'm just gonna be real about it. Nobody's ever said that to me ever in my life. And here's why nobody's ever said that to me ever in my life. Because I believe in one rule. One of the rules of my life is the number one rule in leadership is everything's your fault. So for somebody to sit there after I said, Yes, I was wrong to say you're not hold, you're not holding yourself accountable. Like, wait, but but look, I'm I was wrong. I know I was wrong. I said I was wrong. So, but for some reason, you're not hearing that. So they want they want to tell you how how bad of a job you are, how much of a piece of shit you are, all that. Yeah, shit. and it's just like, like okay, I hate that. Like, I hate like, that. okay. Okay, I'm wrong. Like I, I'm wrong. So, so now let now now that we've established that I'm wrong, let's 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 not make it seem like you're completely innocent in this matter as well, because that's what we're not going to do. Even if, even if even if we are going to do that, we've already established I'm wrong. How do we get past it? And so no, well, well, yeah, and you're I agree with you on that. But in this particular situation, it was like um you came to a conclusion that 
that in your mind was something, though in my in my mind and my actions was nothing. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like uh this this was over somebody I was having a conversation with, female. Um, she didn't like the fact that I was talking to this female, things of that nature. And I was just like, and I, she was like, oh, do you have feelings for her? And I guess what I was saying to her was too flirtatious or whatever. And I was just like, well, first of all, like the first thing is I, I, if you felt like what I was saying was too flirtatious, okay, I was wrong. Um, let's not, let's, let's not, let's not go past the fact that, um, you went into my iPad to go through my, I don't hide anything. So it's like, you felt like for some reason, like if I was really trying to hide this conversation, I would have turned off all communication to my iPad. I would have turned off all I would have had this block, that block, change passwords. And this is what I was trying to explain to her. And I said, and I was like, plus, you, you, for some reason, you think I have feelings for this person, but you didn't see me say nothing about let's meet up, let's hang out, let's do this, let's do that. Like, you didn't see me say none of that. But for some reason, I'm in love with this person. Like, and so she's like, oh, you be gaslighting me. Yeah, because that's all in your head. <laughs> what, you, what do you mean? Like, I, that was never, that was never anything that I had going on in my mind. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, okay, like that's, and of course we, you know, and I, and I, and she was just like, then she mentioned something like, um, well, you know, don't talk to this person anymore. Like what, and it was just like, first of all, if the person, she was a customer. So she hits me up if she need, when I was selling furniture, she hits me up when she needs furniture. Now I don't, I don't sell furniture anymore. So I don't, I'll probably never speak to this person ever again for the rest of my natural life. So it's just like, um, but one thing I'm not about to have anybody do is tell me, like, especially somebody that I didn't have, and this is probably wrong, but somebody who I don't have any romantic feelings for, who I have no anything with, for you to tell me I can't, can and can't talk to them because to satisfy your ego. Like, I can say if I cheated on you with this girl or that I had intentions on cheating on you with this girl, 100%, I can understand that completely. But I'm like, I'm not about to satisfy your ego just so you, because one thing I don't like, and I've never been, and that's why I've been probably one of the worst employees you can have ever in your life. I don't like people trying to control me. It's going to, inst I'm instantly going to shut down if I start feeling controlled. So I'm like, so if you want the full me, like, don't like, if you're going to trust me, then trust me. Don't sit here and try to dictate how the how the trust how you're gonna do how I'm gonna move about my life because at the end of the day I came into this world alone I'm not a twin and I'm most likely gonna die alone so you're not about to tell me how to go through my day you know what I'm saying and and I'm not gonna tell you how to go on your day and hopefully you know no kind of infidelity ever happens on either one of our side and I'm not saying that it is gonna happen I'm not saying that it is gonna happen I'm just saying as somebody who put who put um who who has put faith in somebody as far as my ex-wife and got cheated on multiple times? I ain't gonna put it past nobody. Temptation is a real thing. 
So I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, everybody's going to be innocent for the next 50 years. Say no to hoes. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not, and you know, I'm not even that type of dude. You know what I'm saying? That'd be going around cheating and this, that, and the other. I've never done that. So it's just like, okay. So we had that situation and, and, you know, but a lot of it, a lot of it kept going. Like she kept saying, you're not being accountable. You're not being accountable. You're not being accountable. And so what, like what Zero was saying that there was, it, it wasn't, it wasn't, what wasn't being received was I'm saying, yes, that was, yes, I was wrong. That's my fault. Yes, I was wrong. That was my fault. For some reason, the answer that she wanted, she wasn't receiving. Because I was like, well, what do you want me to say to say, to show you that I'm not being accountable? And she goes, you, you, um, you just, just admit that you were wrong. I've been admitting that for 27 minutes. What do you mean? So it's just like, no, you didn't even, you weren't. So that's why I was saying like, you know, are you communicating if somebody's not received? And so that's what, that's what, because for that whole argument that we had, which was for hours and hours and it was on Valentine's Day. It was on Valentine's Day. That whole argument that we had, it was just like, you're not listening to what I'm saying because, and also me, I'm not a very emotional person. Like, like, um, like for me, myself, I get, um, I, uh, I ain't going front. No. And, and there's nothing wrong with being emotional. Just me personally. When I, when, when I feel stressed, I get very factual. So, so like when it comes to certain things, it's like, I'm not emotional this person. So I don't respond to emotion. And it's a, it's a, it's a curse most of the time, especially in relationships, because I can seem cold hearted for that reason. And it's like, no, I do love you. I do care about you, but this, this is not going to happen just because of your emotions that come and go the like what. And I told her straight up and I was like, look, I've done too much right for, for me to be seen like the bad guy. Like, like, or not, not the bad guy, but like to make it seem like I'm this piece of crap person that you're trying to make it out to be like, you know, saying over, you know, over however you felt about the text messages. Like I said, no, she's not wrong for feeling how she felt. I'm, I, I, I I took the L I'm like, yeah, this is what, but this is how we're going to go moving forward. Like, cause she was like, Oh, well you, you know, you, you this and you that. And I was like, well, you had told me that you was never going to go through my phone or iPad ever again, but you broke your word because you saw that the person text me and we were texting about her getting furniture. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was just like, so it, you know, so it is what it is, but it's just like, um, so that's why, that's what I was trying to get to with that. Where it's like, okay, yeah. Talking is one thing. Communication is another thing. You're, you're just talking, then the, no, one or both parties aren't receiving the information. But if you're communicating, yes, we're both. So that's that's where I'm, I'm like, like, like you know, when he threw that that line in there, it's like most people aren't receptive. It's like, well, then you're not, then you're not, then you can't communicate. You you gotta find a way to communicate. If communication is key, you gotta find a way to communicate. Because I feel like saying that people aren't receptive is a cop out for 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 not actually sitting down and getting to the bottom of the problem that 
could come up in relationships, things of that nature. Now, let me ask you this, King Sean. You said your, your three things, drugs, no village, government assistance. Now, um, I think part of the village thing is that now me personally, I'm not a neighborly person. So like, I don't know my neighbors. I don't, you know, I don't socialize with them. Now, let's say, for example, if Zero, if yourself, if my boy Big Mike, my boy uh, uh, Terrell, uh, Spy, like there's a multitude of people in my circle that if my kids were to do something wrong, you discipline them in however way you seem fit. But that's because we have our village. But a lot of like, I don't know, the only y'all know my only situation with a neighbor, which is why I'm not that neighborly. I talked about it on the podcast. So it's just like now I have a dude right over across the street here. We wave. We the only black people in this little cul-de-sac here. You know, so I don't I don't think it's a cul-de-sac. There's a little circle here. Like we wave and that's about it. Like we don't speak or anything like that, but that's it. That's all all the communication I have with my neighbors. So it's just like, I think that we, we isolate ourselves so much in our neighborhoods that we can't, and I'm, I'm speaking about like my neighborhood. And, I, and also I live, in a, I live in a predominantly white neighborhood. So I ain't trusting black people with my kids. Let's say hypothetically, <laughs> that black dude that live in your neighborhood, let's say hypothetically he had a, a, a daughter or a son the same age as your daughter or son. Yeah, I think and, he has a son in high school. And they was on, it was, they was on some bull. He was on some bullshit, and you seen him out in the street one day. You wouldn't check him, and that was your neighbor's son. You seen him on some bitch, like bro. You know, I know your pop feel like. Come on, man. You know you ain't that type of dude, like. Yeah, but, yeah, it, but that's if I knew. Like I said, I just waited to the guy. If I knew his father, like, like, cause I, like back in the day, like communities were real communities. Like they, yeah. everybody knew and each that's other. Saying, everybody, like, and so I think that we, as a community have isolated ourselves and also part of it is you know we we all try to get get rich on our own and lead the hood and this that and the other and also in the hood you know you got you got your ogs that that'll check you but then there's a lot of bad influences as well so it's easier to try to shelter everybody you got than to have the have the village raise the child so I think I think that a lot of that has to do with a um, couple of things you said: drugs and government assistance. When you have drugs in the in the community, you don't want your kids out here in the streets because you don't know if they're gonna start talking to the dope dealer, and the dope dealer convinces them to start selling drugs and things of that nature. And then government assistance takes the fathers out of the household that will build up the community and then has the women trying to be the mother and the father. And in all honesty, you can't, neither side can do both well. The father can't be a father and a mother and, a, you know, a, a, a defender and a nurturer. Um, uh, uh, he can be a protect and provide guy and he can nurture, but he's going to fall short in some way. And when it comes to the mother, especially when it comes to sons and men, especially when it comes to daughters, like women are always used, or I should say are always, are usually softer on their sons than they are their daughters. And men are usually softer on their daughters than they are their sons. So you fall short in some way, shape or form, if depending on the gender of your child. So it's just like, how can we recreate 
the village. That's that's where we that's where as a community we need to start. Do we you know and um and like I said with the the black neighborhoods around here being like you know so poor poverty ridden and um violent can you can we recreate the village because I know I went to uh the Redskins Stadium a few years ago and I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast um rest in peace to Camp Alicious. But we went up there for a Mazda event when I used to sell Mazdas. And uh, when we were leaving, I kind of got, I was driving back and I kind of got lost. And uh, I was in this neighborhood and it was a predominantly black neighborhood, but it was a nice, nice, and it was in DC, nice neighborhood, looked fairly affluent, really good sized homes. All the kids were outside playing. Like I, and also real junk, I never seen anything like that in my life before or after. And again, I got lost. So I wouldn't even be able to tell you where it was. I just know I was in DC or maybe the outskirts of DC. So it was just like that, that village may be able to do that. But I don't know if that's going to be the case with most of these other villages. And like I said, and even me, you know, when it comes to, like I said, my, my neighborhood is predominantly white. I just, you know, culturally, I just don't think that there's there's certain things that some of these people in, in my neighborhood could teach my kids. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I right, well, what do I do with that? And it's not like we intended on moving to a white neighborhood. It was, shoot, how the housing market was is what we got. You know what I'm saying? Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. So... You know, so it was just, um, you know, we just got on what we could get and it, uh, with with the size that we need and the price that we need. So I don't know how that can change things um, or how we can change things. And then also with the change of that, how do we change, how does this trans, how does this translate to the marriage side of it? Because a lot of children who get married and stay married is because they came up from married parents with divorce rates being so high uh, in America in general, how can we start creating a community that fosters marriage and uh, fosters marriages and also not just getting married? Cause I think, I think that's probably been the biggest issue with women in general is a lot of women want to get married, but they, the ideal is getting married, but not necessarily staying married. Like people don't really talk about growing old with someone. They just talk about getting married. And those are two completely like, like that getting married is just step one, you know what I'm saying? Like, or, or let's say step three, there's, there's courtship engagement then marriage or betrothal and then marriage like all right so then then what then when the you know the honeymoon phase phase fails the when when the infatuation fails and you actually got to love somebody when when does that when does that conquer all you know what i'm saying and um and uh, that's that's where 
that's where we got to kind of figure that out as a community. But um, I wanted to go over some statistics, though. Um, I think I, I think that the black marriage situation probably isn't as bad as we as it may seem as far as getting married and staying married. But I do think that black people never getting married is probably a bigger problem. Only 38% or 30% of black people have been married compared to 48% of the rest of the races. So half of the population gets married, but for some reason only a third of the black population gets married. So you on, are you on mute or something? I can't hear you. Okay. Um, and then we have another issue of do, do black men marry white women or non-black women at a higher level or a higher rate? And about 15% of Black men are married to non-Black women. Um, so you got to consider that's what 85% of Black marriages are to women who are not Black um, as far as the men, which women make up half of that. Um, also, there's a statistic that um, that if you get married at 35 or older, that black men are more likely to marry a white woman if he's 35 or older. So, so, um, so these, these are the stats. These are what the stats, this is, this is actually like demographic research census bureaus, all that. Like this is, I think the reason why is because in the black community, in a way, like older men dating younger women is frowned upon to where in, in the white community is not really frowned upon, if that makes sense. Because like, honestly, it's some real shit. If you're 35 as a man, you're like, or a woman, she's probably supposed to be married by the time she's about 24 to 25. And at that point, she should be married to somebody in their 30s. Somebody who's already established. Okay. Like that's 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 how it used to be nine out of ten back in the days. Like like you wasn't you wasn't about to be some dude that didn't have an, that wasn't established, and you about to come marry some other, ask somebody else a man for their daughter's hand in marriage. Like you you had to you had to cut it correct. And nine out of ten, it was the grown man that was established. It wasn't no young buck. But I think honestly, like, so, but, it's, but, it's, but, it's but upon. no, I, I, I guess I understand, I understand where you're coming from. But my, my question is at 35, 35 or older, they're marrying white. So why is it that, yeah, they're older, but why are they marrying white women versus black women more often? Even if they are that ten year gap, probably be because probably because at that point, and this is just being honest. I hate to I hate to say it this way. I'm just that guy, but 
by the time if, if he's looking at his own age group, by the time women are 35, black women are 35, down to the 10, they probably got multiple kids and no mm. marriage. Mm. Well, yeah, the statistics say that black people aren't getting married, just like in general, yeah. like yeah, 30 percent so, of the population. So yeah, um, so that's that's that would that would be my theory and uneducated guess. <laughs> now, here's the thing though. So black people and white people, according to the numbers, get divorced at the same rate, which is which 12% of black marriages and 12% of white marriages uh, end in divorce. So, uh, and of course the rest of the population makes up the other, you know, what, uh, 36% or something like that. Um, but, uh, and then Asians, I think it was, get divorced the least. They were at like 8% or something like that. Um, but if black, black, the black population is much smaller than the white population here in America and they're divorced at the same rate. So that means that there are way more, there are actually three times more because I think the pop, the black versus white population is three to one. So they're getting divorced at a three to one rate higher than black families. So why this is, this is where I get the issue with the black on black crime thing. Why is it that the the black marriage is the thing that's in jeopardy versus the white marriage when white marriages are getting divorced at three times the rate at least um or three times the amount of people are getting divorced versus black people is it that it seems more glaring because we have a small number and so it's just like it's just like um it's just like a murder rate so like in new york you might have um, let's say 300 people getting murdered. But because there's 10 million people in the city, it don't really mean that much. It don't really affect the city that much. While versus here where I live, Virginia Beach, if 300 people got murdered, this is the murder capital. You see what I'm saying? So it's just like, uh, I'm curious in, as to why why is black marriage even something that is considered um, something that's at jeopardy um, when it comes to divorce, or at least black marriage is not staying together? When I think, I think the bigger problem is that we're not getting married. I think I'll say that's I think that's where I think that's why it's an issue because we're not getting married in the first place. So you can't it, it, it's 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 in jeopardy because. If we aren't getting married, then you can't like you can't break away what we already have. If that makes sense, like I think that's why it's in jeopardy. I think that's why they talk about it. But it, when the when it, the focal point should be on the actual marriage itself, I think that's what you're saying. Yeah. No. Well, I I think I think the focal getting point should married. be on on getting getting married. married. Yeah. So like um like like we have we start there's this new craze of shows coming out. 90 Day Fiance, Married at First Sight. Um, Hate those uh, shows. Yeah, the, the, those shows are kind of... I don't... I don't the, the, when the Duchess has them on, and we only got one TV in the house right now, so it's just like, all right, it's whatever's on. And most of the time, I'm like looking at my phone through, throughout the episode. But, um, but, you know, some of this stuff is like, all right, that's wild. And, you know, and the one thing I, I'm surprised they haven't done much of are interracial marriages as well as homosexual marriages. Um, actually, I haven't seen them do any homosexual marriages on Married at First Sight. 
So, um, so you know, like they're trying to establish marriage as a thing again, because apparently um, less people are, are getting married um, as a population, as a populace. It's not just a black problem. It's just black is significantly lower than everybody else. So um, how do, is it because black men due to incarceration rates, due to homosexuality? I'm not saying that homosexuality is, I'm indifferent when it comes to that. I'm just saying when it comes to, you know, men and women getting married, incarceration and homosexuality play a part in it because there's less men to marry other women. So, you know, so it's just like is, and then also when you get out of prison, you know, or jail and you got a record, it's probably harder to find a job as a black man. Um, and then you also have, you know, so you got to jump over those obstacles and then also get a good enough paying job to take care of a family. And then also then after that, build the family, get a woman to build the family. And most of these girls are Instagram models shaking it on 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 the gram for for likes for likes and comments. So do you want a woman like that? Um, do you want a girl oh, who's going to no. do you want a girl who's going flying to Miami every other month for a new plastic surgery? You know what I'm saying? It's just like there's a lot of stuff that goes down in 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 today's society that may leave marriage as not much of an option for a lot of young people. Uh, Zero, what do you think? No, um, I agree, because um, especially for me with um, broken, yeah, with um, broken households, there's no, there's no incentive from early age on to believe that, um, for them that marriage is um, something that they would strive to want to do. So uh, clearly the numbers are always going to be, yeah, clearly the numbers are gonna be down from starting in, starting in the home, seeing that it's not necessarily um, in the black family a thing, because like you said, incarceration is like the father is like the incarceration what you see on social media for views and likes nobody it's like um there's women that don't present themselves as wife material even though they think because of what they do even though they think that they are in a sense what they do is not wife material but what exactly is wife material? Um, I don't know. It's, I guess, um, I guess it's um, like a woman who could, uh, of course, the cooking, cleaning, take, well, you don't have kids yet, so I don't know if taking care of the kids would be a thing. Um, I can't really answer that question. Because anybody, because you can, because it's gonna, it's gonna, it's a broad, it's a broad question. Because anybody can look at somebody and feel as if their wife material, despite what it is that they do. Somebody the reason why, the reason why I asked that is because, um, 
is because it's it's the what do you bring to the table conversation. Like, um, uh, it's one of those things where it's like, um, I don't like when people, and you know, of course, this is just me, but I don't like when there's the there's the uh, the 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 talking point that someone's not wife material because what what's a wife to one man may not be a wife to another man that that's Just, yeah that's so, what i was saying because like it's because what may not be one to you may be one to somebody else yeah so that's what i'm saying that's that's why i asked like what's wife material because it's just like i said it's the same thing as it's the same conversation as what do you bring to the table is like well shoot like i said if you if you need if you need a if you need if if you're a steak and potatoes guy or if you're a guy who brings the 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 entrees and then you have and you got another girl who's bringing entrees. You're not really. That's that's that probably shouldn't be your wife, because your wife should compliment you, not bring the same thing that you bring. Because then all of a sudden you got all the you got all these people being clogged arteries because you got the wrong diet on your table. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, so that's 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 why I, like like I said I don't necessarily care for that talking point of like oh well, you know this person's not wife material it's just like well you know and then also there's the old saying another man's trash another man's treasure so you know what i'm saying it's like I, like like you know some dudes are looking for a bad chick to be their wife they don't really necessarily care for the other stuff some dude some dudes you know so it just all depends on what you're looking for is um kind of my point for all of that for for that but uh king Sean, what you got to say Honestly, just a mindset, and I think it's a mindset on both people's parts. Whatever your mindset, what you think a, a, a white material is, and a woman to even want to be able to mature enough to even think that she's a white, if that makes sense to play that white role, if that makes sense. So, yes, yes. I, I think that's what a white material is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, that, and that, like I said, it, it kind of feeds into mind. It just all depends on what what that individual is really looking for and what and also are both people going to step up to uh to to fulfill that you know that destiny um but uh i guess you know of course we, we there's a conversation that probably needs to be had with a lot more people so maybe we can try one of those um spaces that you were talking about king sean you had to set that up just give me a time or whatever you want to whenever you want to do it but um but yeah so we could try to figure that that portion of it out um and you know maybe try to come together as a community and try to you know get to the root cause and then see how we can build off of that um but i just wanted to touch on that uh or dot kind of kind of have a deep dive on that conversation because um it, it it is an interesting conversation to have where it's like Yo, we, you know, black marriages are failing and black marriages aren't failing. Like, according to the numbers, black marriages actually aren't failing that. I mean, they are failing at a high rate. It's the highest rate tied with white people, but they're failing before they start because they never even start. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's just like, damn, like, you know, we, how do we get to how do we get to the point where we, we want to marry each other, you know, and, and, and then go from there? 
I don't think it's the point where we want to marry each other because ultimately, at the end of the day, I feel like men have the access to relationships. Men have the final say in, in a relationship when they want to be with somebody or not. I don't think that a woman really has that. I feel like a woman has the, the say to call it off, but to, like, I don't, I, I just don't think, I think, and the reason why I say that is because a woman can't marry herself, if that makes sense. Like, a man can't I, marry himself either. A hundred percent. But I like basically you're not gonna like. What am I trying to say? Like, I know I I know where you're going. I'm just you know. But go ahead, go ahead. I know where you're going. I, with it. I, I'm trying to I'm trying to word it right so it don't come out crazy. But basically, like like, what am I trying to say? Oh, I just had it in my head. Basically, a man is the one that asks a woman pretty much to marry. Yes. Men, yes. men. Men control access to marriage. Let me say that. Yes, 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 yeah. Because um, because ultimately, if you if the if the man if the man never commits to marriage, then you never get a marriage. And and ultimately, a relationship is nothing without marriage. At the end of the day, exactly. because, because that's the end game. Marriage. At least that's what it should be. You know, because there, there are some serial daters out here that'll just be in a relationship for fifty thousand years, and then, you know, there's a show that uh, we started watching called Abbott Abbott Elementary. It's a funny show, and uh, they, the the girl, the main character, I don't even know nobody's name, but I just think it's funny though. Um, and she's like, she's been dating this guy since she was like in the eighth grade, and they like, wait, y'all y'all been together your whole lives, like y'all ain't never trying nobody else and y'all ain't married or nothing like what but the dude's a straight up loser so it's like he a 50 40 30 30 some year old man trying to still trying to start still trying to get his rap career off the ground so it's like, <laughs> so, so you know she she she's pretty much taking care of him it's kind of embarrassing like he he pick her up in her car like <laughs> One, one of them, one of them, I was like, I don't like how they showing the black man in the show, man, but, you know. <laughs> I'm telling y'all, on TV is constant, constant, constant attack on the black man. Constant attack on the black man. Whether the only- it be black men portraying gay parts or, 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 like, you see a lot of gay, like, men in film now, like, or gay acting in film. Like it's mm. like it's really it's rarely anything on TV now that you see without anything gay. Yeah, that's just being honest. And nine yeah. times out of ten, it's somebody black. And, you and most and most like and most of the great shows on TV. I'm sorry, cut you off real quick. Whether oh, it be good. Power, Empire, anything, it has gay people on it. Loving hip hop. They don't have a yeah. look, they don't have a loving hip hop in any city without one gay person on. And they all black. All right, so here's here's something because I was like I, 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 when you were talking, I was I was wondering, I was curious about this, and I just pulled it up. So so um For this, like, you know, when it, they, like, I, I'm sure they're doing it for inclusion, you know, and stuff like that. So, but here's, here's the, here's the thing that I find strange about inclusion 
is um like like for example uh like the movie the movie gods of egypt like it was a majority white cast it was like that doesn't make sense it's in egypt you know what i'm saying or like like that's like saying that's like making a movie about vikings and it's all black people like so it's just like I, like look i, I as certain, certain things like inclusion probably shouldn't be like relevant in certain movies or things that nature tv shows but like personally speaking now i don't know everybody's sex life or whatever but and there's probably a lot more gay people than i know of but i've only been around as far as like intimately been around three gay people my entire life as far as gay, as far as gay now. men so I'm just like, okay, so and then, wait, hold on, hold on. Let me finish my point. The, the population that that calls themselves LGBTQ they, in that community is 5.6% of the American population. That means that there are not as that many people who identify as homosexual that you need to have it in every single new show. Every single or or existing show with new season. With that, and I get inclusion, like I said, and even even if you have to have include, I live in a I, I live in a predominantly black. Well, now now I don't. I live in predominantly white uh, city right now, but I I have lived in predominantly black neighborhoods all my life. I went to black predominantly black schools. I've worked at predominantly, well, I can't say worked at predominantly black places, but I've worked 50, 50 places. And the amount of black to white gay that I see is 50, 50. Okay. I don't never see more gay black people than I see more gay white people. Okay. You see a lot of it. You see a lot more on TV. A a lot more on TV. And then the thing that pisses me off is that, like I said, they're trying to attack the black image, the black man's image. They're trying to kill the the darker black man in this because it's always a darker black man that's gay. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Always. Always. Well, that, there's a show that Duchess watched called Sisters. That joint got this, well, dark-skinned gay black dude. He's of course the openly gay person. And there's another dude who's light skinned and is mad suspect. <laughs> Do wear panties and everything. That crack dying laughing, boy. I was like, oh that <laughs> that nigga gay. Nigga gay. Nigga gay. Nigga gay. Nigga gay. Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that joy had me dying laughing every time she puts it. It's a terrible show, though. It's a terrible show, but every time they show that guy, I die laughing. I be dying, man. But um, but that's all I had. That's all I had on it. Like I said, we could probably get into it in the um, in the you know in the Twitter space thing. Um, 
Well, we ain't got nothing else to talk about real quick. Just a quick, just just a quick scan of my mind. Good. We ain't remember a while back we was a while back we was talking about corny ass movies that every time they come on we just can't help but watch. Yeah. And I don't know why I, I I seen this movie today and I, I just can't help but watch it. Cause damn, cause <laughs> that came on. See, you gotta watch it for nostalgic purposes. Yo. That, I remember when I was a kid, that movie used to be everything like a black oh, lady. Yeah. Was Cousin. Hey, uh, Cousin. Like, I remember people people were saying, like, oh, we're in a different dimension because Shaq was Shazam, not Kazam. And I was like, I never I never knew that movie be called Shazam. I was like, yeah, I didn't know I, I was like, I maybe y'all y'all are thinking of Shazam because of the um the new movie. Um, the, the superhero superhero yeah you know not, uh what's his name uh sinbad was a oh, yeah, shazam. genie oh, yeah. named shazam yeah the comedian sinbad was, was a genie named shazam yeah because uh, i always remember that sinbad used to be the guy back in the day though sinbad sinbad you're the gods. Yeah, it was Shazam. It was a uh I think it was a was it a Disney movie? I'm looking at it right now. It's DC films. Uh, I'm, I'm here, I'm seeing everything I'm saying. Yeah, it's a, um despite it says despite what many people believe, this Shazam movie said hold on. He hosted a Wait, time out. It says, uh, despite what many people may believe, this Shazam movie simply does not exist. Yeah, that's uh, what I'm saying. I don't Sin- even remember that. Sinbad did host the Sinbad the Sailor movie marathon in 94, which he dressed up as, as a genie. Yeah, that's all I was going to say. I don't even remember that. And I'm seeing like that's like Mandela effect stuff. But Kazam, Kazam with that, and that that white kid was pissing me off though. I had that movie movie. poster. Did did you? I don't remember that. I had the movie poster for that and that movie, The Phantom, but uh, that got torn down really quick. Yo, I actually watched that movie the other day. The Phantom. Phantom. Yeah, I was like, this movie is awful. Trash. It was trash when we went to go see it. Nah, I remember being excited in the movie theater when we went to go see it. Yeah, we got we were excited because we went to the movies. <laughs> nah, I, don't, like, I do remember. Like, you know, of course, as you get older, your taste changes things that nature. As a kid, certain things like even even now, like when I watch Power Rangers, Rangers Turbo, you know, Power Rangers. <laughs> well, the original Power Rangers. Oh, Mighty was Morphin like, was that shit? Yeah, too. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. I was watching that recently, and I'm like. This Yo, I can't is watch that no more. Awful. I this can't watch that no more. But, 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 I, but I used to love that. Uh, um, we're in trouble. I used, to, I used to be on all that, man. I, you know what I'm saying? But I can't watch it no more. It's, it's, it's so terrible. It's so yeah. terrible, bro. The only, yeah, it's the only like, thing, you wouldn't know why I watched the Power Rangers. So man, I, ended up looking, I looked it up. I saw it on my memories that I was like the White Ranger the White Ranger theme song was the greatest theme song of all time. So I was like, 
Man, let me pull up an episode of the Power Ranger with the White Ranger. And I just remember that. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Ranger <Tiger> Power. <laughs> That's all I wanted to see. <laughs> I was like, yo, this is awful. And that damn tiger was always running down that same dusty ass road. They could be where they, anywhere. Where do they store the Megazords? They like, stored it. <laughs> exactly. It was like, what's Man, it called? Where, where's the Megazord garage at? Because nah, <laughs> what's it called? I'm wondering because every time the tyr- um the uh, the uh, Tyrannosaurus Zord came out, there was always lava and everything going on. It's like, yo, do they live? It's like. It's Angel Grove next to an active volcano or some shit, bruh, bruh. You know, it's so here's here's the thing that I hate about Power Rangers, right? Remember the intro when they said he was looking for five kids with attitudes. If you ain't got the most clean cut motherfuckers (laughs) fighting folks, they do a community service, especially Billy. Billy, (laughs) they're doing community service. This is like they you know, exactly juice square bar. To you, he the only nigga in front of all these whiteies. I know with that hairline and missing a finger hey. and shit. Yeah, Come that was on, crazy. Man. I shared a video of him missing a finger. I was like, oh snap, he got that. Yo, it's like it's like you looking for five exactly. It's like my man pop lock. Yo, I remember yo dude that played Zach. There's this video where he's with this chick. And this guy walks, and his uh, the the ex boyfriend walks up, and he challenges him into a dance battle in the middle. Of- oh, <laughs> it was like a, it was like an after school special He said, "I get now." <laughs> Yo, my man was giving it to him. he hit he hit him with this. <laughs> Yo, he hit him with the hands above the head and shit. It's like he hit him with a Shakira move. <laughs> He said, dude, looking for five kids with attitudes, and you got the nicest people in Angel Grove fighting. Hey. Yo, <laughs> I actually I actually like the, the new, the latest Power Ranger movie that came out. I was hoping they made the second one, but it looked like they scrapped it. But I I, I enjoyed that one. I haven't seen but, it. Uh, I only see every time I see that. Every time I see anything about that movie, it's always impossible. It YouTube is always the scene where uh, Jason slaps the shit out of that dude in detention. Hey, I just hate that they always had the cold red. They, they don't never have like the episode where all the rangers come back. It's always just the red rangers. Like y'all wasn't that important, my buddy. There's the whole I'm team. saying. It was like, yo, at some point, the Red yeah, Ranger the Red, was second The Red Ranger was that guy. I'm going to be honest. I never wanted to be the Red Ranger until Tommy oh, showed I, up. I, I always wanted to be the Red Ranger. I never wanted to be the Red Ranger until Tommy showed up. What's Tommy oh, showed up? I said, oh, yeah, I want to be that guy. Shoot, I want to be the Black Ranger. I remember. I remember. I remember. I was a nerd, so I was always Billy. <laughs> just being I, honest. I remember yeah, when look, I was in because when when Power Rangers came like out, a real I think nerd, I was in dog. <laughs> I, I, I think I was in kindergarten when Power Rangers first came out, and uh, we used to be like, "Oh, you know, who's gonna be what Ranger in this and the other?" And this kid was like, "Oh, I'm gonna be the Red Ranger," and I didn't like that kid. 
And I was like, no, nah, I'm the Red Ranger. And he said, no, nah, you could be the Pink Ranger. And I was like, oh, you trying to call me a girl? <laughs> I, beat, I beat that kid into the into the Pink Ranger. <laughs> he was the Pink Ranger for the rest of the year. I hate it. No. I'll be a Pink Ranger. <laughs> he was saying it first. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. His name was Eugene. His name was Eugene. Man, I beat the hell out of Eugene. They told him he's a Pink Ranger. You the Pink Ranger, boy. My, my, my boy was out there. <laughs> look, look, and then when the Green Ranger came out, I was like, man, and, and the Green Ranger's whooping on everybody. I was like, I'm the Green Ranger now. No, you was all, you was the Red Ranger. You was the coolest Ranger. You was the Red Ranger. You get to be the pick Green Ranger. And I said, who, who the Green Ranger? <laughs> Green Ranger was, came out. There. <laughs> Green Ranger came out there, changed the game. Up. I got a little yo, flute for his Megazord. Yo, I'm saying, yo. he ain't moved his lips. They have the whole. Hey, dude, Oh, so he had a flute. It's like he had a flute that that sounded like a synthesizer. Yo, he gave him all the Power Rangers the business. With that little ass that Megazord and whoop everybody's ass. Yeah, yeah, I got a little dagger. He ain't even have a fucking machete. Nobody had a dagger. Take it out I'll say my man had a parry knife on him. <laughs> yeah, so, so like, like, I, yeah. So Eugene was like, "Yeah, you could be." He, he was the only one who didn't protest me being the Green Ranger because you remember the whooping I gave him. But then my other friend was like, "No, uh, Lando should be the Green Ranger because he's the best fighter in the class." So and the Green Ranger at the time was the best fighter. So he was. So then I ended up being the Green Ranger, and everybody tried to jump me. <laughs> oh man, those days. Bully. Bully. I wasn't a bully, man. I just knew how to fight <laughs> until my man tried to call me the Pink Ranger. <laughs> oh, I'm the Pink Ranger, huh? <laughs> oh man. Oh, I had that light skinned kid all pinked up by the time. <laughs> hey, what, Bob? Oh man! Oh shoot! That's all I had, man. Um, I don't know if there's anything y'all wanted to get into. We can go ahead and wrap this up if there's anything. Um, do y'all think anything about the uh, Brittany Griner situation? Because now they talk about she could do five years in a um, in a Russian labor camp, not even do prison time. <laughs> She gonna, be break, she gonna be breaking rocks on the side of the road. <laughs> I think, I think, yeah, I, I know somebody was saying like, well, the WNBA players got paid more that she wouldn't have to go there. Um, and it, it is unfortunate because women basketball players get paid better overseas. So, and I think that's the issue with the NBA thing. It's you shouldn't let. You're the biggest league in the world. You shouldn't let you shouldn't other have. countries pay your athletes yeah. more. Um, but I don't know why she was in Russia. Personally, I would never go to Russia for anything, even if it was employment. But um, but uh, yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately, I don't know what this whole thing is about. I don't know if it's just like they planted some stuff on her. She actually had the stuff. And so until I find out like the truth, which we probably never will, it's an unfortunate situation, and I'm sure that Joe Biden won't do anything to get her out. 
Uh, because he's um, not Asian, he's, so it ain't gonna happen. Well, also because Joe Biden is Joe Biden. So I got a little clip. That, uh, if it was Trump, that, though, uh, if it was my guy Trump, though, Trump would have Trump would have already been there. Yo, he would be like, cool, let's, do, for- let, let's make a deal. Let me stop. I don't know. I didn't like you doing the candidates. What were you about? To, what were you saying, King Sean? I was saying that I got a, a clip off of uh, I'm Athlete from Lisa Leslie. She was talking about it, like a little one minute clip. Okay, yeah. In Russia, like seven years, allegedly, gets caught with some cartridges of, of hashish oil. She still has not been given access to our consulate. What, what do you think about that? So what we were told, and, and again, this is all sort of passed along through hearsay. Right. But what we were told was to not make a big fuss about it so that they could not use her as a pawn, so to speak, in this situation in war. So to, to make it like it's not that important or don't make it where like free Britney and we start this campaign. Right. And then it becomes something that they could use. That's what we were told. Right. And I don't say who said that, but it's kind of like what's been spreading throughout the women's basketball world. Right. And I'm, do we know, is that the right thing to do or not? It's heartbreaking. Right. I mean, for, for all right. of us, to, that's the feelings of it. I mean, you right. want to do more and you think, should we all use our social media platform and, and get behind it right. or not? Like, Nobody really, this is the first time we're in a situation you don't know what to do, but I mean, we, we, you know, I talk with Dawn Staley and, you know, people that I'm close with, I mean, we, we talk about it like they, like, we're just like, dang, what's she doing now? Like, you think they cut off her hair? You think she got a bed long enough for her to fit in? You think she in a room? With, I mean, like, we've had full-on conversations about it, like, I mean, and I'm like, her parents got to be sick. Yeah, um, I can see where that strategy could be a thing. I just know that if it were, if she was American military, that would be the case. So, um, so that's where I'm like, all right, that's, that's, that's kind of, I don't, I don't buy it. I just think, uh, but I do understand why they would say that, but it's unfortunate. Um, like I said, and that's if they really caught her with any contraband, you know, they could just be, it could just be, like you said, a uh, 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 a pawn in this in this whole you know war situation. Uh, but, but anything else? All right, man. Zero. Give us your part of shot, my brother. Check in with your loved ones because you never know when they may be having a serious situation on their hands and just talking to them could actually be the difference between them would be the difference between them um, having a good day or them um, making a decision that they that they may regret i say that because um a rapper made but this a female rapper made a post 
about um, folks, yeah, about how she felt depressed and everything, and she didn't know who to turn to, and she couldn't really talk to anybody about it. So it's like checking it, you like just check in with your loved ones because you never know that phone call may be the difference between them between them reconsidering what they what they may do or them taking or them taking their own or them taking their own lives. Gotcha. Understandable. That's definitely understandable. King Sean. Pardon shot, my brother. My pardon shot is shot is um shut up about netflix trying to charge y'all for using passwords that you've been getting free netflix for the last decade and a half shut your cheap ass up up. shut your cheap ass up man a little cheap man you mad soft out here if you got out here trying to trying to save 15 dollars a month for netflix just soft ass out of here man you ain't never gonna see a nigga save 15 dollars like i'm so save 15 dollars I've been paying Netflix costs since it was $9.99 and I paid every single upcharge. It's about time y'all start getting charged for that. And also, Damn. you know what I mean? Billions of dollars they losing out on because of your cheap ass. If I was You pay that $15 company, for a sack, won't you? You pay $15 for a sack, Sacks. won't you? Sacks. You ain't never gonna see niggas lose money like Netflix don't lose them. <laughs> I ain't never you. I, I shouldn't say I never. My ex girlfriend had a Netflix, and as soon as we broke up, I got my own damn Netflix. I ain't run no. I ain't run on nobody's Netflix. F that. Shut, shut your cheap ass, broke ass, soft ass up. What's up? That's my part. Look, shot. You ain't <laughs> never gonna see a nigga. Um, you ain't never gonna see a nigga lose billions like Netflix losing billions. Well, they were already losing billions. That's why they were like, "All right, man, now nah, y'all gotta run us feet." For these shared yeah. passwords. I wouldn't know I, how the I hell they're gonna pull that off. <laughs> and it's like, yo, you gonna sit like I said, you've been collecting free Netflix for a decade. Are you mad because they wanna charge you? Come on now. <laughs> like, yo, you yo, yo, just imagine, just imagine getting mad at somebody because you're 10 years late on rent. <laughs> <laughs> you've been living rent free for 10 years. Run us some money. Matter of fact, you even got to run us your back pay. Just start paying us from here on out. Ain't it? Ain't it? You know what I'm saying? Are you mad? Did I? You mad? You mad? Say, like, you ain't... The audacity. Look, look, if I had one, if I had a Netflix like that, you ain't never going to see a nigga receive payments like I'm going to receive payments. Y'all going <laughs> to run don't me my nuggets. Don't get me wrong. That I, I do... I have given other people my password, mainly my aunt. Uh, well, she not, and that's only that's to my HBO Max or whatever. But like, I don't use any of the stuff, so it don't bother me. But don't 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 cry about fifty. I think it's fifteen yeah, fifty. When I found when I found out about it, I was like, uh, I, didn't, like I really didn't care. I was like, yeah. Uh. 
Wow. Say, it, yeah, it's a, all these all these streaming services are a complete waste of money for me. I don't watch Disney Plus, <laughs> Netflix, Hulu, ESPN Plus. I don't watch none of them. Amazon, none of them. But anyways, that's it, man. That's it for us. We appreciate all those who listen to us. Uh, check us out however you listen to podcasts. For the Kang, King Sean Gotti. Yes, for sir. the Chancellor, Zero. And this is the Duke of the Bananas. Lando. Hey, double Duper. Yeah. <laughs> double Duper. AKA the Debonair Devil. This is Between Brothers Podcast. We'll see you next week. You ain't never going to see it, nigga. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs>